Hey everybody, how's it going? Hope you had a pleasant week. Uh, and what about you, Al? How how are you? Chilling like Bob Dylan. Oh, are you? Yeah. Yeah. So, how long you going to be off for? Uh, less than Australia is, because you guys are on like unlimited break from freedom. What's going on with that? I know, man. I mean, it's it's fucked up. Just um, I think uh, they they've had some um, clusters around in New South Wales and. Uh, Victoria, and they they've gone back to into lockdown. But this lockdown is not going to be like other lockdowns in 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 the sense that I feel like this lockdown is going to be sort of on par with the first lockdown. Uh, as in, I think um, there's going to be some serious repercussions from this one. This is the sixth lockdown, by the way, that uh, Victoria has experienced, but. This one um, was so bad in terms of uh, like with the last lockdowns, we, I was able to just get a workers permit and go to work, and that was a, it was no big deal, type of thing. Uh, but this one, I'm kind of forced to work from home once again, and I, I don't mean this in a way that you know I'm not trying to blow my trumpet or you know some people might say, oh you you're working from home, you're lucky. You know what about us? Uh, we had to work in a fucking uh, cake shop or a cafe and we don't get paid and stuff like that and, and I completely hear you but I mean I completely hear you don't get me wrong I, I went to the fucking shopping mall last week and I, when I saw 80% of the shops just shut I was like uh, I, I couldn't uh, begin to thank uh, how fortunate I am compared to a, a lot of you uh, people out there who actually are not allowed to make a, you know, allowed to have the means to put a roof over your head because of this shit. So, so this is this is not, this is not me complaining. I just find that in my line of work, I just, I just do prefer going to work because it just helps. There's a lot that uh, that is good about actually for me personally going to work because of the brotherhood, you know. Uh, with with my colleagues and I, I like the little lunches and the walking to the coffee coffee shop across the road when I every, uh, when when I feel like I need to take uh, you know to cool off or something like that from work or just uh, just just getting things done it's, it's, it's just more efficient you know what I mean it's just uh, from that point of view I do enjoy going to work so I don't particularly enjoy working from home because it just doesn't feel like work <laughs> you know what i mean i don't even uh, i i just uh, i i work all day when i'm at home sort of thing i don't really think of the 8 9 to 5 constraint and it just keeps going on and i don't particularly do a lot of the essential routine stuff uh, like getting in the morning and getting ready and driving to work the, all, all that stuff helps me mentally so that's kind of gone now so so that that's why I'm particularly not uh, happy about working from home. I've tried it. I, I I found it fun last year for a while, but then I was like, oh, you know, this is just not what I'm supposed to be doing. What, what if you had to commute yeah. in like three trains and spend um, ninety minutes in a tube? Yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, look, I, I I've tried and it and spend money and spend the money for that as well. Yeah, I mean, I've tried it. I'm I'm not gonna lie, uh, because I once thought about. Uh, the scenario where you know can i just live without my car type of a thing so i did it for a couple of days i went in the train and yes i mean the shitty weather is going to be a really a bummer if, if, because I, I went on a day where the weather wasn't shit so i can't really i so i haven't been through the worst 
but uh, so I can understand that you know if you have to spend like three four hours a day commuting, that's going to be really fucked up. But at yeah. the same time, it will also give you some time to listen to my audiobooks and podcasts. So th- there is always uh, just going to be a trade off with shit like that. So yeah, but don't forget, uh, while you're in public yeah. transport, you're going to have to be masked yeah. up more. You have more of a chance of catching a virus, and you're going to feel. Yeah. I mean, I hate wearing. I hate wearing a mask. Period. Like uh, I don't care what anyone thinks. Uh, that's why I try to stay away from people. <laughs> because you know but check this out talking about uh public transport uh nine news queensland just re- released a twitter video where they're going to actually show uh, they're going to talk about how they're busting anti-mask uh, anti-mask school bus driver and what max blumenthal says is hard-hitting australian investigative journalism taking down auto the bus driver <laughs> As, tr- as troops fill the streets and police gain unprecedented new powers. Check this out. I'm going to play it for us over here so you can hear it. You're telling these children not to wear masks. Busting Brisbane's anti-mask school bus driver. You don't think that catching COVID-19 is dangerous? No, 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 no. Pushing lies onto the kids. It's dangerous more with the mask. Parents are furious. Don't put other people at risk. Why isn't he stopped? Nine News tomorrow. Man, can can Australia be more bootlicky than this? Why isn't he stopped? Uh, and yeah. you know what's the worst part about this? I I don't think people in uh, uh, America they need a bit of context. Queensland, of all states, is the Sunshine State is probably the least sort of shitlibby kind of state. If you know what I mean, in in the sense that ev- everything. Everything is slow to catch on Queensland because Queensland people are just far more relaxed than the rest of the, you know, petrol is cheaper in Queensland. You know, people, are, it, it, it's not like the, here in Victoria or um, New South Wales where the Karen culture is sort of rampant. It, 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 insanity sort of goes to Queensland in a much slower pace. So that's why it's also, it, but, but. You know, this kind of reminds me of another uh, Nine News uh, episode where they were going after the gel blasters. You know, that these are like these uh, toy guns that where you sell, the, the, you shoot these little jello shots or whatever, like the balls or whatever. And the, and they made it look like it, it is just the most horrible thing in on the planet, the way it's painted, the, the way the, the narrative. And, and it's the same way, like, why isn't he stopped? It's like this old guy in a bus. And he's trying to have a sense of, uh, you know, he, he's driven children his entire life. He sees their beautiful faces. He sees, he sees the, he, he, you know, he, he takes a step back instead of getting all intertwined in this convoluted type of global narrative. He just wants to have a little bit of a, you know, normality in society. And he sees these little children walking, wearing this fucking mask that makes him look, that makes them look like just another number. You know what I mean? Just a... Just another like chattel slavery, kind of literally, and uh, and he he just wants to you know like uh, come on guys, just fucking chill out, you know, just just uh, <laughs> and and they're making him look like some kind of a Nazi, and 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 this is, uh, I mean, I had to say this, I mean, why why are children even being targeted here? Because uh, if if I'm not mistaken, I I just saw. Uh, there was, in fact, uh, BBC themselves not long ago had all these articles talking about uh, why uh, children are just <laughs> children are just a non-player in this whole thing. Yeah. Oh in, yeah, that was last year. Yeah, yeah, because because when they wanted to sort of promote the feminist agenda of uh, 
you know, I, it's okay to keep your children at school and all that shit. For a while, that was a narrative that they wanted to sort of support, you know, like uh, not uh, take children out of school because uh, it, it is, uh, it is uh, impacting single mothers and their jobs and shit like that. And, and uh, I can understand that. When that was happening, they, they were actually publishing all these scientific papers to see that this is not something that we need to involve children in. But now they are sort of, you know, because they are, they are in a different type of a yeah, level of power hunger, you know, they want all that shit uh, and they've gone to the next level and they keep going up a notch. Now, now suddenly, you know, children have to be... Now, actually, they're talking about mandating children to be vaccinated now in order for them to be even in school. I don't know, like, uh, I, I think I showed you some articles from last week, uh, even Washington Post. Yeah, they saying, have it here, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so why aren't children going to be vaccinated? So that is then that is where they're going. So the the the, the mass thing that they're making a big fucking deal about children. Remarks. I mean, right now it's not even a law for children under especially under a certain age to be even wearing a mask. You know what I mean? Just uh, well, it, didn't Australia just implement? I, I don't know if I'm wrong, but I just read somewhere today on Reddit or something that. Today, this week was the first time Australia mandated mask use publicly, like enforced it. Is that true or am I wrong? Uh, look, uh, I don't know everything about what's happening. I'm sorry for, for because, you know, American politics is just more interesting. So I, I, oh, don't I you live in Australia, go, dude? <laughs> yeah, I do. But uh, yeah. you know, all things here is boring. I, I, no one ever talks about it. not boring it. anymore. <laughs> now you're stuck at home and imprisoned. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's the thing, though. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I probably should pay a bit more attention to what what's happening here. Well, you might well. get arrested so, like the bus driver. So, yeah, because uh, see, I I do have reservations about uh, on uh, about talking about Australian lockdowns only and restrictions only because of that whole video. I don't know uh, that emerged while a while back. Remember that Australian mother they were who was pregnant and the cops came to her house and yeah, arrested her because uh, she was being vocal on social media. Uh, oh, I remember that. Yeah, you're like an evil yeah. person. You gotta, go, you're gonna be arrested now. Yeah, and and there were so many shit libs around the world that was, uh, you know, like uh, yeah, they were all clapping they were, and cheering. Yeah, they were slapping and cheering. Oh, you know what I mean? It's just a white woman, uh, you know, Karen. suburban mother being arrested. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, so they just don't see how wrong this is. It's how this is going against the spirit of humanity that we are actually cheering on uh, and uh, because uh, you know they, they belong to a certain demographic or whatever but I mean in her case so she was organizing uh, protests and stuff like that she was sort of a community leader in and an actual real ground level activist so, so maybe that that's probably why they went after her but uh, yeah I mean nobody wants to be arrested arrested and especially here man because it just fucking costs. Uh, once you're arrested, that's how they get you. They just they just get you financially, and a lot of us just don't have the means to sort of defend ourselves because of what it's going to cost. Uh, it's, it's, the other day I had a letter in the mail for census, and generally I used to back in the day, you know, someone would come and knock on the door and they would do the job for you. But now they put the onus on you. So I've actually, I was going to ignore the letter, but then I saw, you know, first thing I saw was that if you ignore it, you, you can be charged up to like $220 a day or whatever for ignoring the census oh, wow. letter. 
Yeah, and <clears throat> so then I thought, okay, no, this can't be right. You know, this looks too kind of fake. This letter must be sent by some, you know, like a con artist in you know some third world country or whatever like that who has a you know like an office. Yeah, I just saw thought like some some fraud. So then I went and checked everything, and I realized, oh shit, this is a legit government document. And then I started answering it online, and I started realizing shit. The kind of questions they are asking is so intrusive. They are asking the name of my boss, name of their numbers, how much you make, and how oh, really? you travel. Oh really? Yeah, they're they're, it's, it's so so ingrained details. I thought this they, place but, was crazy. Yeah, but then I was like, fuck. Or do I have to answer all this? And then I realized, okay, you probably don't have to answer all this. You can just keep skipping like I used to do with the, you know, back in the day, you, you can say I prefer not to answer the question. So, yeah. so I, eventually I kind of figured out, yeah, you don't have to fucking answer all these questions. But I'm sure there are people who probably do answer it because they think that it is sort of, uh, because this is, uh, I mean, it, it is definitely compulsory that you participate in it, but it's probably not compulsory that you answer everything uh in detail so i kind of eventually just uh harvest it but uh but uh, there are now people the, the point i'm trying to bring is that there are now people who are completely okay with every aspect of your life being confiscated in in just uh, and and even like we, we i know we do it without without saying but you know we go to a shopping mall we we put our QR code and you, we scan it just to let us know that we were there for COVID. And of course, I can I can see what what they uh, like they you know on a surface they're trying to tell you they they're trying to track your moments. So if there's a cluster, you will know that you were you were there in that place. That that's what they sell you. But yeah. imagine how if this information. Imagine how if it. Uh, uh, what else they can use this information for and I'm sure they are using it because these, these governments what what will happen is one day you will have a news article saying they got hacked you know and I oh, was yeah, like oh yeah oh yeah I mean oh yeah I mean yeah we didn't know we you know like it wasn't meant to be hacked but who knows if it was an actual hack or if it was a well, I think voluntary Whitney, transfer. Whitney Webb yeah. talked about this in one of her yeah. podcasts where she said that they're going to take the neck the nexus of all this information of your health plus mm. um, your shopping habits, your geo geolocation, bank, uh, who you contact, and then like it's just like, hey, remember when the time was where if you were like six degrees of separation from some terrorist, you were a terrorist. Now like what everyone's a terrorist because I'm sure like once they connect all the dots, everybody knows some evil motherfucker somewhere. And uh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And uh, this is uh, they're going to have leverage on you, and it's not like the government's going to send you like a blackmail mail letter saying, oh, you know what? Uh, we, oh, they make your life know. miserable. Yeah, yeah. It's a, we we saw you jerk off to. Remember, uh, enemy of the state with Will Smith. His uh, card stopped working. His life gets turned upside yeah. down because Jack Black and everyone wants to fuck him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, and that movie was so ahead of its time. To be honest, it just. Yeah, I mean, Gene if, if, you, too. if if you, if you can tolerate the fucking Michelle Obama wife, that dude. Oh right, <laughs> he had a Michelle Obama wife in his life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, aside, yeah. aside I mean, aside from that, that that movie was so ahead of its time in so many ways. But and the best part is that you know, like with with those feds were asking him questions about why he went to the like uh, what was it Victoria's Secret the laundry store <laughs> and and how much he loved. I mean, I mean, imagine that that narrative today will be categorized as hate speech, right? Because he's yeah. sort of uh, you well, know, it was like, the nineties yeah. when all this yeah this yeah, stuff didn't exist. Uh, so, question for Australia though, right? Uh, I mean, uh, I think they are doing it wrong only because there's no way out of this uh, virus other than 
it becoming like an endemic where it's like the flu eventually. Yeah. So yeah. theoretically with Australia with its crazy lockdowns, they're going to have they're never going to eradicate it ever. There's no way unless you completely seal off the country forever, right? It's impossible. There's, if you're going to open the borders up, you're going to get the virus. It's just simple, plain and simple. Now, when that happens and there's more virus and you get like the thousand, two, three, I mean, look at what they're doing for like one case in New Zealand, right? They lock the whole country down. Now, what if they yeah. get ten thousand cases? Is it going to be like look at the look at the Nazi shit going on right now? What's going to happen when it's like here? What happens then? Yeah, so New Zealand, that that prime minister, she's sort of a darling of the media and the liberals. But uh, here's the thing, though, you know what I mean? She's just a giant conformist. And, and the problem with the conformist is that, yeah, so w- once in a while, you're going to get it right. And uh, and of course, let, let's just say, for example, a kid, I've, I've experienced a tragic automobile accident on the road, okay? And one of my loved ones died. So I can advocate. I can go on a, you know, like a tirade on social media and I can advocate why automobiles should be banned. We should stop driving or, or we should reduce the, uh, the, the, you know, the, the, we should reduce the speed to 30 kilometers an hour or 30 miles, 20 miles an hour or something like that. Of course, you know, what will happen tomorrow if everybody says, okay, speed limit is going to be restricted to 20 miles an hour, nothing more than that. Of course, we are going to save lives, right? We are going to save lives. I mean, there's going to be a lot less accidents on the road and all that shit. But but that's not just not how a society works. You know, we, we are a society of trade-offs. So we have to trade off. We have to trade off some level of safety in order to achieve some type of efficiency. And that's just how we are always going to be work. But these people like uh, the, the New Zealand Prime Minister, uh, the, the, their cheerleaders, all these sort of male feminist cheerleaders, they don't seem to understand this concept. They just think that, you know, if you go on full-on conformity that, and, and if you're going to get results, that makes you a strong leader. Bullshit it makes you a strong leader. It just, it just means that you're, you just don't fucking understand the fundamental nature of how a society should operate. That's all. And, uh, yeah, so... New Zealand is on a lockdown right now, and Australia, of course, uh, uh, everywhere where there's going to be lockdowns now, and uh, like uh, people are going to be losing jobs. I I, I saw. Uh, I think there was a report from Rita Panahi. You know, I, I follow yeah. her on Twitter. Yeah, she she's a giant boomer con type of girl, but uh, she does have. I do like her compared to a lot of the other conservatives because she does have a very. Uh, sort of a you know like a cool sense of humor <laughs> she knows how to trigger people off just uh, with with the way she posts uh, like she's got a great twitter so um so she she posted a report where they showed uh, how a lot of these things like the suicide hotlines and things like that those, those sort of their numbers have gone through the roof in the last few days oh, because yeah. Of these lockdowns, and this is these are not things that people uh, take into consideration. You know, the, all they care about is the fucking six people who died from COVID. I mean, uh, while while there are millions, literally millions upon millions of people who are actually sort of losing their means to support their families, their livelihoods, and all that, and this is just what they want. To be honest, I mean, I mean that it's probably what they. Uh, what is uh, some the ruling class run, plan to get rid of people? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they, they just hate to see certain people doing it tough, grinding and, and sort of, uh, you know, like uh, actually coming up with these courageous stories that they just want to crush everyone. So 
that's probably why they just don't like that type of shit happening so they're making sure that everybody is fucked equally yeah yeah it's it's nuts man i saw i saw what's his name the white obama other um, shit with um trudeau trudeau he was, he was barking about telling people today if you don't get vaccinated you're not gonna get go anywhere and people are like saying motherfucker man the vaccine doesn't stop anything and he was talking about if you get on the train you'll be infecting people you know this fucking narrative is just getting out of control man like you know i mean pfizer's already down to 42 percent efficacy rate and then mm. moderna's down to six in the 60s there's booster shot like every freaking month probably in about a year from now and uh you know i mean the the messaging behind this thing is so stupid, man. People don't trust government anyway. And then when they force it in your ass without even testing any of these things, um, you know, there's a Southwest. I mean, there are, there are cases of people just uh, dying from this vaccine too. I'm not saying there's probably like one out of a million or something, but it's just that everything was done on emergency use authorization. Um, people in, in New York City, we started a uh, plan like two days ago where the big bird mayor said that, hey, listen, if you want to get into any establishments you got to be vaccinated and uh he's going to find people who allow people to come into like coffee shops and uh gyms and stuff and restaurants without being vaccinated it's like freaking insane man you know and big farmers just laughing all the way to the bank it is it is in in it is in many ways like the world economic forum said and we'll get oh. back to world economic forums <laughs> because they, they did they did have uh, uh, some yeah. they were on in headlines uh, recently oh yeah but, they told uh, the world this week as well yeah exactly but uh, one of those things they said said about the great reset it just struck me because yeah. remember when um, when this covid pandemic came you see all these fat, lazy, sloppy, doughy fucks, you know? They wear all these masks and suddenly they're like a health, health expert. They get to tell you, you know, they, they get to tell you whether you shouldn't be allowed to go to the gym or whatever. Like, see, it is in many ways a great reason. Now, the, the, all these fucking idiots who, you know, who has never put any effort uh, throughout their life to ever be healthy or ever be fit or ever, ever give a shit about... Uh, the overall um, uh, health of the community either because let's not forget that every time one of these fucks have to be taken to the hospital for you know like their chronic illnesses or their cardiac fucking uh, heart arrest or whatever it it, it 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 increases your health insurance premiums and your costs and shit yeah. like that so 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 they are in many ways a burden to to the uh, you know like the the healthcare industry uh, but, you know, suddenly, you know, the COVID comes and, and they are also the most vulnerable as well for COVID. Like if you look at uh, like all the young people who are impacted from COVID, you can see that they all suffer from some type of a comorbidity or something like that. It's, it's uh, so so, uh, you know, they're, they're pretty much they have the same immune system and all person does. So so these are the people who suddenly they wear a mask and they are like a health expert. Have you noticed that uh, like, you know, that. They get to, to tell you, you know, you can't go to the gym. Or, you know, I hated going to the gym anyway. I, I hated sport. I hated doing that. I hated doing that. <laughs> so, you fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. But I got a mask on now. So, everything is like, you know, like, hey, hey, bitch. You know what I mean? We are all in the same level now type of... The, and the, the, and they waited for so long they, they, to actually <laughs> accomplish this dream. It's their dream and they are now on a power, power kind of a... You know, power trip. Yeah, exactly. It's and, nuts, uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 uh, I mean in New York City itself is like, I know so many people who are like just considering quitting their jobs because they work for the city and they don't want to like sort of be vaccinated and they're being forced to. So 
you know, uh, I don't know if you remember the Nuremberg trials after World War II mm-hmm. called it a crime to force vaccinate people. <laughs> they blamed the Germans for it back then. And it's, the irony is not lost on anyone here. I mean, maybe yeah, it is. Irony is, and because also, the remember the Nazis were the ones who did the whole papers, please thing. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they, and now uh, the vaccine passport. Vaccine passport is, I mean, it, the irony of the vaccine passport, not only is it so much like the whole Nazi, you know, the papers, checking papers shit, but at the same time, it's also like, uh, there, there are so many other kind of... Um, you know, like um, uh, that. It, 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 there's so many other ironies. For example, you know how they are always saying that uh, asking for voter ID and all that shit is. Oh right, the, 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 yeah. the conservatives went to town on the Democrats on that. They said we're it, gonna. It, I think some states said that if you allow us to, if you force us to do this vaccine passport, we'll implement voter ID too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and it makes sense, right? Because. Uh, yeah, you know, like if you're not allowed to give your sort of residency status in the census or if if you need a voter ID, if you don't need ID to go and fucking vote and suddenly and, and, and the argument is that this impacts the minority. You know, yeah, what because I mean? they like, used to say the minorities couldn't get the uh, uh, you know required paperwork or it cost money or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but the same minorities just, are the ones not vaccinating themselves. Yeah, it's also fucking insulting to the minorities where when you type, try to kind of tell it, sell you this, it is all the noble savage theory. You know what I mean? That's just how liberals look at minorities because, uh, uh, you know, okay, so the minorities are incapable of doing, uh, getting even a fucking form of ID. That's just their Or assumption. if they care so you know? much, why don't they supply, yeah. why don't they subsidize the cost for ID? ID costs money, man. It's not free, yeah. right? Yeah. So why yeah, don't you exactly. say, all right, you know what, we, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll uh, at least in democratic-led states, we can sort of do something to subsidize the cost of IDs for people below certain poverty level or whatever. And then yeah. the Republicans won't have a foot to stand on. But they won't do that. You yeah. know why? Because they want to use this shit as like some kind of fucking culture yeah, war, right? Along, yeah, along exactly. with the Republicans. It's a perpetual type of a subscription. And also vote ID. Have. Like they want that vote bank. They want to keep the... De- they know that if they don't solve the problem, they'll forever have the vote. Now, if they solve the voter ID problem, then they've lost... They don't have anything else with like... <laughs> they don't want to really help anybody, so they, they have to keep these canards alive. Hey, you know what? So we got the roller to Mars now. We, we got to have another type of a word to actually describe this situation, this whole perpetual type of a situation where we get, they, they get the perpetual uh, subscription. So perpetual and subscription. Well, it's what Bush, Bush and all did, right? With gay marriage yeah. and stuff. For a while, gay marriage was like the, they never wanted to fix it. They just talked about, oh, it's good, the gays are out there. And now it's gone away, you know? But the thing is, there was, I mean, it went away because of the fact that the problem was solved. So now they, they can go to that similarly. But guess who solved the problem? It was the Democrats who solved the problem, not the Republicans. Mm-hmm. It was actually a court case that solved the problem, right? So yeah. why doesn't someone do that too? Why doesn't someone sue the government and go like, you should give us ID for free? Because if you want us to have voter ID, you shouldn't have imped- impediments to get it. You're, you're stopping us from our, our God, goddamn rights or whatever, God-given rights to go and vote because of something you want us to do. So if you want us to do it, you need to pay for it and sue the government. And that way they could eliminate this problem. The Democrats wouldn't be able to use it as like some kind of, hey, you're going to have to vote for us because we're against voter ID. And at the same time, these people, I mean... I know people without ID. Life's fucking bitch out here without ID. It's like, it's, it is really papers please world anyway. Now it's just worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But, uh, and uh, yeah, so, so yeah, so, the, I mean, if you actually don't need an ID, 
to vote and stuff. If, and if you think that minorities are in a certain section, if minorities find it challenging to get an ID, I mean, what about the fucking vaccines? I mean, what kind of record does vaccines have with minorities in America? Oh I, mean, think, <laughs> I mean, do we really need to go into here the details oh. about why the minorities don't trust doctors and the Tulsa experiment and all yep, that yep. shit? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. So if you're a minority, I mean, the, the chances are that you're not going to trust the vaccine uh, unless you are the Navajo nation. Oh, my God. <laughs> they just yes. fell in line right away. Yeah, so, so, yeah, just, uh, yeah, so you, you do need the vaccines to run your casino. So, so yeah. yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, so if, if, if you're a minority, you already, vaccines already have a bad rep. That, that's why that uh, baseball player, what's his name, Frank, uh, Frank Aaron, uh, Hank Aaron, like, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you were, who died uh, yeah, yeah. not long after taking the vaccine. Yeah, so yeah, yeah so yeah, so that's why he, people like him uh, always have to make this giant media spectacle when they take a vaccine because they just want to tell their people, hey, look, guys, I'm doing it, so should you kind of situation because they have to say they have a sort of a communal responsibility they feel to sell this thing. So, yeah, so, uh, so, yeah, so if you think that minorities find it challenging to get a form of ID, uh, then I mean, like it, it should go. It should be a no-brainer for the you to actually say that same principle should apply to the vaccine. But for some reason, you know, you are allowed to be a hypocrite in it, and uh, you get the complete roller to Marcy pass on this because uh, you know that's okay. Yeah. Well, I just saw this. This came out today. Uh, this mm -hmm. is the New York City COVID Safe app, right? And track yeah. your fucking ass. But here's the best. The best thing about this thing is it doesn't really ask you anything other than your fucking name everything else you upload to the app you upload your id right and you upload your your karate card i mean your freaking vaccine card which looks like something you can make in home act man right look at it look at this vaccine card it looks like something from freaking 1980 right so the thing is i'm just thinking like what's to stop me from forging this for someone else putting the app on their app like i know people who do not want to get vaccinated or do not want to you know actually be tracked right but apparently this has no barcode on it right so if this has no barcode i could walk around i could just make one up up for somebody else and they could walk around new york city with this and no one would know it's mm. got no barcode it's got no it just has your name on it but you know what i could easily photoshop this goddamn card <laughs> i'm surprised that the vaccination card looks like really it just it, look at it man it, it this no, is like I some I know exactly. I've thought about it myself. I've had to look at it personally. I was like, shit, this is nothing. I mean, what the yeah. fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's yeah, got it, numbers and stuff, but nobody has the numbers to check. It's not like they have a machine to check whether these... And, you know, if they did, man, there'd be a line outside their store. No one would be able to get in. It'd be like getting into an airport. <laughs> so I just don't get it. I, I mean, what is this app going to do? I mean, I'm glad it's not... I, I assume it, it really can't really track you because you could put in, like, you know, Howdy Doody as your name on top. Just ask you to put in a name. You, it doesn't ask for social. It doesn't ask for date of birth. Not none of that. And there's no barcoding, QR code, nothing. So I think it's pretty interesting that they went with that. And it's supposedly COVID safe. Looks pretty unsafe to me. I'm glad it's not tracking anyone though, because this would be impossible to track. Yeah, I mean, do you remember that I saw that showed you that thread where this shitlib is arguing, and uh, he keeps moving the goalpost every time uh, he gets. Uh, he gets his argument gets debunked because uh, you know the original oh, yeah, original yeah. argument was that uh, the you know the you, you should do this 
because you don't want to kill your grandma or whatever like that. And then uh, we find out that it's actually not stopping the, the spread, spread of it. Yeah, because uh, all what it'll do is just make it immune. So so even if you do kind of get vaccinated, you're not going to stop you your grandma die. from dying. <laughs> you you won't die, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You basically. can still kill grandma. Yeah, so, so you can still take out your grandma. So, so that argument goes out of the window. That then, then he will move to another one. You know, like like he will never kind of accept defeat in it because uh, it's like a religion to him. You know what I mean? Just uh, well, that's a role of Tomasi, right? Trying to look for new yeah, excuses all the time. Yeah, yeah, all the time. And uh, remember the World Economic Forum? They put out. Let's like, getting back to them. They put out a tweet which they obviously deleted, deleted. after a while because. Uh, <laughs> They All they do is delete that. their tweets. Yeah, and and uh, this this sort of uh, solidifies what we spoke about the world economic forum in one of our first ever episodes. You know, they they're sort of they they are nothing they really are they they're just a bunch of trolls who absorb all the edgiest kind of content around the world and then they will sort of bombard it back into the society and hopefully hope that something sticks and that's just all what they are because uh, yeah and uh, of course uh, their tweet was that they urged companies to fire unvaccinated employees so so, so think about this guys okay so if you're like one of those marxist kind of guys who is like you know I hate uh, capitalism capitalism these big corporations that and you know workers rights unions okay yeah. now we are getting into the interesting chair workers rights and unions why do they exist they exist because they, they exist exactly to do well, you know like stand up against what the world economic forum is urging here which is to you know like fire people uh, just 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 uh, at their own free will uh, as you want i mean that that's the whole point of having a fucking you know things like unions and <laughs> workers right? right and these people have kind of flipped the arguments on its head now you know they 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 just like oh you know what we, we you should just fire them you should just i mean and uh, who are you going to fire at the, at the end of the day i mean you think there aren't going to be minorities out there who are not going to uh, do this shit i mean mind i mean even in america i mean I, I i mean i know there are like a few prominent type of socialist black figures around but by and large if you look at black people they are very hyper individualist you know what i mean right. they are the last thing from uh, any type of communism if if you look yeah. at them but in general black black people are hyper individualist people you know what i mean i mean and are they are they going to conform to this type of shit i mean if you look at their history if you tell a black person you know they, they, they kind of live and breathe this type of shit like tulsa experiments and all that stuff yeah, I mean, yeah. and uh, how, how is it going to reflect on them when you tell them that you know that uh, everyone should be fired <laughs> uh, if they are not vaccinated uh, this is uh, i think you are you're looking at uh, i think when they talk about black people they they have this very narrow spectrum of black people that they have in their mind as a monolith well, like that like they, central park karen dude uh, or, or, or the joy and read that type of people right. you know what i mean those are the type yeah. of what they assume are, are black and that that is just uh, yeah, and uh, this once again goes to show just uh, how fucking uh, this whole uh, white savior syndrome that a lot of these uh, shit lips have, and it is ten times more racist than <laughs> anything uh, you know, like some. Well, talking fucking, about racism, check yeah. out check out this freaking three D chess they're playing, right? So New York City requires you to be vaccinated against COVID nineteen to enter this business. That's the sign, right? 
Mm-hmm. And it says those 12 years of age and older must show proof of COVID-19 vaccination, right? Mm-hmm. And there's all these QR codes, NYC vaccine for all, safe, free, easy. And then you'll never guess what the disclaimer is right at the bottom. What? You have a right to be free from discrimination. <laughs> what the fuck is this? And it's telling you to call someone. Okay, you go to go to nyc.gov forward slash human rights. Yeah, I'm sure the discriminated by vaccines is not part of that discrimination list. Sometimes I feel that shit like that is so planned. It, it's deliberately, that irony is deliberately put in there just to trigger you. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't think people, I mean, I think you have to actually be a critical thinker to actually look at that and understand it. You, most people, honestly, they're like scared as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. So they're just going to go along with whatever the hell's told to them. That's like the 90% mm-hmm. of the people, right? They, they can say whatever they want, freedom and whatnot, but when shit comes to shove, they're like, you know, sign me up, give me a vaccine every two minutes, I don't care. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, these are the same people who, like, I just don't think about, I mean, it's people have so many problems here that they just don't have time to think about anything in detail just like it's just a frightening thing it's just and and this country is known like this is like a 9-11 event right like not, right after 9-11 we went through as you know we'll talk about this in a bit 20 years of bullshit so this is the start of 20 more years of bullshit this is like literally like stopping one thing and starting another right and yeah um, yeah. yeah i'm all coveted out and uh, yeah true i mean actually uh, you, you gave me the perfect exit strategy from this fucking vaccine. <laughs> let's, actually, let's actually go on to the next topic, which is, uh, of course, no. the Bi- Biden's withdrawal. of. So funny uh, thing, Biden. right? Uh, uh, I was just looking at this headline right here. I think I told you this yesterday that they were trying to charge people $2,000 or more per flight to get out of there. Everybody, whoever they are, quote unquote, rescuing. Now, under pressure from State Department's craps plan to kill, to bill Kabul evacuees, $2,000 per flight. Yeah, I mean, isn't that what the liberals wanted, though? I mean, they always kind of got triggered when some person says, hi, American, buy American, you know, America first. These were all dirty words. Now, now you know, like, uh, you here we are. I mean, you, you, you charge Americans $2,000 to sort of save their own lives. So, I mean, they should be happy about this, right? I mean, this is, uh, this is <laughs> yeah, the right. logical conclusion from not... Also, these, uh, also these uh, Afghan refugees, right? Especially the quote-unquote children and mothers. Mm. There's a, nobody gave a shit about the people we bombed for 20 years. All children and mothers. Now we suddenly care about them at the airport. So, so if, if, if children and mothers are something we care about, how come it's always the grown, able-bodied men we see in these flights... Uh, yeah, did you did you see that flight from Afghanistan or whatever that the, all the people in and this is not just uh, I mean this I mean this. Let me this ask you a question. Space. Did you see any plane take off with that load? No plane, no person, no no pilot will get on a runway if there are people like that. You only see taxiing. You don't see any plane taking off with the same load because a mm. a plane will not attempt to take off unless the runway is free. You know that mm. it's mm. impossible. Mm. It's like it's like a, it's a the plane will crash. So yeah. I've noticed that they don't show that part and they show all these people. I saw people running and cheering, man. It was literally like, get the fuck out of here, goodbye. But they made it look like, oh, look, it's such a terrible scene. And they try. I think the only people who are attached to the plane would have been the people who either work with the US or they're like worried yeah. about being smoked by the Taliban now. But if yeah. you think about it, right, you work with an occupying force and now your local countrymen are out to kill you. I mean, I don't see the fucking problem. I'm not saying I endorse it, that I want them to be killed or anything like that. But you literally, like, it would, 
I mean, there are people in this country who have been people in the world who've been prosecuted by this country for the Espionage Act who are not even citizens, right? I'm going to talk about Julian Assange. At the same time, you have Afghanistanis who are literally selling out their country in the eyes of the Taliban, right? And now, you're, now you're worried about like what could actually be perceived as a similar course of justice. Right, and I like what the Taliban said the other day. Right, they were trolling uh, the U.S. State Department by saying, "Hey, yeah. you guys are friends with Saudi Arabia, man. What are you fucking ta- looking at us for?" <laughs> yeah, 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 and uh, when they talk about freedom of speech, these guys, guys, yeah, you, you guys want to lecture us about freedom? What about your social media? Have you have had a look at uh, how they are always, uh, you know, like, uh, like censoring every all the dissenting voices? I, I, and they have a very good fucking point. You know what I mean? I, I kind of laughed at it because. You know what, Taliban? You are right about you know our fucking social media is so you know like uh, you you can totally see that it is it's a complete tool for Arse, the CIA yeah. and for co-option and shit like that and and there is really no freedom of speech because you know well, like Danny uh, DeVito lost his blue check mark for endorsing uh, yeah, workers. My friend Tina simply pointed out the hypocrisy of yeah. uh, you know like uh, the Biden administration lying to the U.S. public a month ago. And she got fact checked. <laughs> she got fact checked. Imagine oh, that. I remember I mean, you like, showed yeah, me that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just uh, it, it is like you know it's missing context. And 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 you know what, what bitch? What fucking context are you talking about? Yeah, you know like it's me. Like you know for every other story, they want to sort of uh, hit you with the textbook. You know what I mean? No context, no nuance whatsoever. You know we fact check you because you because we don't believe in nuance. That, that's just the uh, default uh, sort of uh, argument they make when they want to shut you down or want to sort of demonetize you or, you know, what's that other shadow ban you? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, so if for every other uh, for every other case, no context is not the issue here. It has to be literally like, you know, like X equals to Y kind of equation. But then uh, when, she, when she actually points out a, a literal case like that, then they yeah. will hit you with context and the context is such a sort of you know you have to connect like a fucking million mile dots from everywhere to get that context uh, to understand i mean it's so frustrating that they actually have the liberty to do this to you and uh, and also uh, let's talk about michael moore's um, disastrous tweet because uh, this fucking oh, yeah. yeah jello fat fuck smelly pudding of a human being you know, I mean, this guy should have learned his lesson when uh, his, uh, what was his documentary that we actually like, Planet of Humans, uh, when, right. when it exposed. When he got, when, yeah. Yeah, he, 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 he brought some very good points about the renewable energy industry and what kind of a scam it is. And it is a scam because let's, uh, even if you look at all these carbon credits and all that shit, you can oh, see bullshit. that what, what, what they're going to do is they're going to put some ball of fat, woman of color you know or a bald black dude or something like that and he's going to be like the guy who's going to be trading carbon credits and he's going to be so corrupt in 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 terms that all these companies are going to use him as some sort of a funneling money in and out and that's the whole the, the whole idea of carbon credits is eventually going to be something where the big corporations will game the system and find out a way to funnel money and that is that that's just what they want okay so anyway we, we don't want to get too much into that detail but michael mo he he got completely he got cancelled you know what i mean he he got fucked in the ass for actually even go for dissenting against his uh, fellow guardian sponsored uh, 
shit lives uh, with his uh, documentary Planet of Humans. And he didn't learn his lesson. You know what I mean? He kind of enjoyed it. You know what I mean? And like, ah, oh, that felt so nice to be fucked in the ass. This bad, you know, and I don't get fucked anyway, even with my $45 million. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, so he put out this tweet saying, their Taliban, our Taliban, everyone's got a Taliban. They're at their best when they confiscate the halls of power. And, and the, and the, yeah, I it's like a cell phone tweet. Yeah, it's a cell phone tweet because, okay, so he, of course, uh, knowing this fuck, he's obviously trying to compare the January 6th, uh, you know, that, that whole thing to, right, you know, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of fucking peasants uh, invading the halls of power to the Taliban invading the Afghan palace. But, yeah. but, but I mean, like, if, I interpret this as, you know, so so halls of power is supposed to be something sacred and good. And you, Michael Moore, the fucking darling of the liberals, think that halls of power is something sacred. I mean, that's hilarious that you think that. You know yeah. what I mean? Because well, uh, he's an establishment of, tool at the end of the day. Yeah, ex- exactly. He loves MSNBC. Uh, because, yeah. So, uh, so I mean, like, uh, if, if, if you ask a genuine fucking socialist out there, what halls of power means? I mean, they they're supposed to cringe at this, right? Because yep. halls of power is uh, some. It's supposed to be something. It's it's a word that should sort of, uh, you know, like uh, you know, like ring a lot of bells, including oh, that that just means authoritarianism. Yeah. That just means the big brother kind of thing. But he doesn't see see the fact that his own tweet in his own tweet he kind of owns himself. Yeah, you know, because that's just how far these liberals have their heads up their ass. So. Yeah, so yeah, go ahead. Shout out for yeah, yeah. Way to go, Michael. Fucking. Well, he should be. He should yeah, be. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna be pissed today because just uh, twenty minutes ago, a headline came out that says, "FBI finds scant evidence U.S. Capitol attack was coordinated." That was their whole yeah. thing. Let's get her a parlor. Let's get her all these social media sites because they're planning and plotting over there. And mm-hmm. now the FBI itself, a freaking terrorist organization, is like saying that the FBI at this point believes the violence was not centrally coordinated by far right wing groups or prominent supporters of Donald Trump. Of course, man. I mean, you know, like they always think that far right is some kind of a central agency, uh, you know, plotting shit <laughs> together. But think about who far right or they, they are actually, I mean, in, in some ways, funny, funny as it is. They are one of the most fragmented uh, and also one of the most individualistic, you know, it's type of organization. There is no central far-right organization. In many ways, it's the most grassroots type of organization. Yeah. You know, like you got to get appreciate the, that for a second, that it, it is actually one of the most grassroots organizations out there on the planet. And uh, and uh, so Glenn Greenwald had this too, right? FBI has found scan evidence that January's attack on the U.S. Capitol was um, a result of organized uh, plot to overturn the presidential elections. Uh, so FBI at this point believes the violence was not uh, centrally coordinated by far-right groups or prominent supporters of Donald Trump. So and, and he goes on to say that the only thing more deranged than claiming Russia had taken over the control of the U.S. through blackmail is calling January 6th an insurrection. Yeah, Bravo. almost every I liberal mean, like, I know calls it an insurrection. <laughs> what, well, how is it an in- fucking insurrection? These are just peasants, you know what I mean, from all around the world. No, it's just, just, it's just, a, it's just that, you know, they, they have such yeah. undying, undying like, subservience to institutions. I mean, yeah. uh, I think I heard Graham Elwood say this, that... Uh, he wouldn't be. He'd be okay with this happening if it was for healthcare or Medicare for all or 
you know, any kind of stuff that we need. It turned out to be a freaking riot for goddamn Trump, man, of all things, you know? And uh, Trump, I mean, if only some politician could rile up people that way to get to the halls of power. Like, what was it called? What did he call it? Michael Moore? The... <laughs> Was that what was that terminology he used just now with the with the Taliban? Uh, Corridors of power. What was it? Yeah, yeah, halls of power. Yeah, I mean, like the thing is, like I saw that happen. I was like, people should be at that place demanding the stuff that we actually need, and unfortunately, the Trump riot made it so that now, if you do that, you're a terrorist. I mean, why the fuck are you so terrified about the world's most elitist, most powerful institution? being raided by a bunch of peasants i mean who who gives a fuck even even if they they are wrong or whatever but at the end of the day these were just peasants these were people with very little of uh, any type of uh, yeah you know power or coordinated uh, power or anything like that all what they had was like 4chan or twitter or something like that and they managed to use that you know the the little uh, power they had to sort of infiltrate and that's what they can't stand they can't stand to see their sacred sort of um, you know pro Zionist halls being infiltrated by this uh, by a bunch of you know the unwashed masses that's what triggered them I mean that that's that's why they were at the Oscars crying about this shit because yeah. it, 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 it you know to them it, it was like something sacred being you know like uh, being uh, desecrated or, or something like that and and it speaks volumes anyway yeah look at this guy congressman mike waltz wants the u.s military to relaunch afghan war he just sold an afghan focused defense contractor for a personal profit of up to 26 million dollars the deal was with a contractor responsible for training the failed afghan security forces <laughs> so the the military i'm just surprised at biden doing it Honestly, like actually, I, yeah, I'm thinking about the I'm thinking of the 3D chess that's going on because he's not exactly the most altruistic person on the planet. So, yeah, the Kyle Kalinsky sort of. Uh, oh, he's become a Biden very, bro. Right. Well, he he sort of uh, he sort of uh, standing firm on this. Uh, they, they he's sort of saying that uh, Biden sort of become the uh, uh, you know like a uh, uh, victim <laughs> of and. Uh, I don't know where to stand on this because, uh, to, to, to be honest, I don't uh, entirely think that uh, Joe Biden's doing this out of uh, any type of uh, because he's uh, he's uh, he's a great strategist or anything like that. I just yeah. think that in a lot of the time he's just a goofball and he's fucking things up and he's old and shit like that. Or either that, or this is kind of a he's setting a platform for Kamala to sort of for him to step down and Kamala to take over. But they were trying so, to blame her for this thing. They were trying yeah. to blame Kamala for this, and she was saying, "I'm not taking the fall for this crap," yeah. because they know they're after her because she's just uh, not in the she's not a, she's currently in the doghouse with with the establishment because nobody likes her, and they're paranoid that Trump will beat her in 2024. Yeah. So and CNN's uh, Carissa Ward, by who's now oh my AKA, god the CIA agent. It, it, uh, Shar, uh, she's now the. Uh, Sharia Carey, <laughs> Sharia Carey, because uh, there was a meme going on na- named this band because she was out there on the street saying, um, you know, the, when, when people are chanting death to America, that they, they were mostly peaceful or whatever like that. So someone put up a meme and named this band, and so I, I saw some uh, some guy in the UFC group saying Sharia Carey because she was wearing her freaking uh, hijab or whatever like yeah. that. So so I, I mean, look. Um, 
uh, hats off to her for being actually there in Afghanistan uh, because uh, none of us would have the balls to do that. So, so but she was part of a propaganda campaign. Yeah, she, that's yeah, what she so, does. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she so, was but, rooting but, for CIA. She was rooting yeah. for Taliban of Syria. Yeah, so, so it's funny how she. <laughs> look, uh, look, I understand all that. I understand all the complexities of that. But she's there. That that's that. I mean, that that that's good. I mean, it, it is better than nothing. You know what I mean? Like, so we get to see some sort of a ground level action happening. So uh, and um, so she. Is I mean, I'm surprised not, that it was actually yeah. as calm as it was, considering yeah. Taliban's considered to be such insane people, right? Yeah, that's the propaganda, yeah. right? I yeah, thought there'd yeah. be like massacres on the street. They yeah, seem to yeah. be like there was no shot fired, and then she her biggest thing was they're not letting me talk because I'm a woman. Yeah. Well, it it is a fucking Muslim country. What do you want? Go yeah. to Saudi Arabia and try to do the same shit, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's funny how all these feminists suddenly put on a hijab and <laughs> you know, like they're supposed to say that they, you know, like the people are such and in debt to America and it's mostly peaceful. It's like so. Um, yeah. So um, anyway, so she is now actually attacking Biden. I don't know if you've seen some of her latest videos where she's saying. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Biden's uh, withdrawal is anything but a disgrace and shit like that. So, so yeah, so going back to our original, uh, our friend uh, Karl Kalinske. So, uh, in some ways, I do see the media kind of attacking Biden. But at the same time, I, I do feel that they are, do, they are playing a type of a 4D chess in here as well. Because either they are sort of setting the stage up for, uh, uh, you know, a re-invasion. You know, like years to come back. Which... I'm kind of skeptical. I do feel like when you see a withdrawal, you see it like what this this thing looks like the Vietnam. You know what I mean? It really well, does look Biden like... Biden said it wasn't Vietnam, it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what people are pissed off. If Biden were to have come in July and to given a press conference and said, you know what, folks, you know, we, we really got fucked in the ass. You know, we didn't even have lube on time and it just really hurt. Listen, Biden will never it. admit defeat. Uh, Biden yeah. has never apologized for anything. Yeah, yeah. So... Look, folks, this this is this is shit. We are gonna lose. Taliban's gonna come over, and they're gonna make us, uh, you know, like uh, their bitch and all that stuff. People would have understood. Even the biggest neocons, even though like the fucking hamburger swallowing type of red state uh, boomer con, would have understood it. You know, they they would have appreciated the honesty. I think yeah. what pissed people off is is the way he sort of talked about it in a way that you know i guarantee that's not going to happen blah 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 and he brought in all these facts and shit. i think it'll be fine though because yeah, when yeah, uh yeah, when yeah. they left uh when the what was i going to talk about it was um what was the last occupation we had was it this country uh i think it was maybe the soviets when they left afghanistan yeah, right well yeah. soviet union fell apart but uh, i think once people leave after a while people just gonna forget i mean this is this country yeah. they forget like in 24 hours the only reason they're remembering is because like 10, 15,000 Americans still stuck there. And they're claiming to get them out. In fact, the U.S. hijacked the airport, right? They weren't, they, they, you know, you saw all this crazy scene. So they yeah, sh yeah. start shooting into the air and they hijacked an airport in another country to get Americans out. Way to go, man. Human rights and all. Mm. Yeah, so this looks like a um, withdrawal that will stick. Now, it just makes me wonder, though, as to remember that... Um, no, Horowitz woman from CNN who said that Afghanistan is sitting on one trillion dollars worth ten of trillion, ten trillion, ten trillion dollars worth of natural resources that the world needs. You know, yeah, what I mean? and so, China wants, and China wants it now. How dare they come and oh, help Afghanistan turn into a good state? Yeah, so the world needs it. it, it just, just, just. 
just uh, you know like uh, focus on that for a minute. So I mean, we've been there for forever because of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we yeah. were there for these things. So I, I so it just makes you wonder uh, that there's a lot about this withdrawal and uh, actually the rapid fall of the Afghan interim government. There's a lot of conspiracies about it, and we we I think we will learn more and more in the next coming years. I give another. Give some time, and we are going to get get into just like with nine one one and everything else. There's going to be a lot of because the way the government collapsed rapidly. I mean, uh, we we have to. Well, talk the government's about corrupt. It was completely corrupt. Crony fucking yeah. puppets installed all the houses on the side of the airport. Yeah. All these ghoulish mansions made by a defense yeah. minister X Y and Z. And this guy of Ghani, his fucking kid lives in Brooklyn, man. She's a goddamn hipster. Right, and he he supposedly ran away to UAE with yeah, 169 million dollars, and, and and the vice president ran away with 65 million dollars or something like that. <laughs> They're like right? yeah, I mean, ultimate yeah, puppets. So, yeah, so it was the ultimate uh, money funneling machine because I think oh, yeah. Matt, because uh, I don't know if uh, you saw. I've been following I Matt did. a bit. I mean, yeah, I, he's been talking I about always it. Follow follow him, but Matt had a tweet that's uh, that actually speaks about. Uh, just what kind of a money funneling machine Afghanistan was? Uh, uh, this is fucking when I need this shit, I can never find it. Yeah, so um, I remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, and and also how uh, f- months before this collapse, uh, uh, I think Michael Tracy uh, he he actually had an interview with uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, so here you go. Glenn Greenwald has said. I'd like once again to ask how it was possible for Michael Tracy to publish an interview on the 13th uh, uh, with a U.S. veteran of Afghanistan training program who detailed why the Afghan security forces were a total joke and an illusion. But Biden didn't know this on July 8th. So, of course, Biden always knew that it's a, this is a big money funneling operation and the afghan forces were never going to actually they said they know, probably like, lost about uh they probably uh lost uh in terms of the ex- the waste right mm-hmm. they probably uh they were probably let me look here they were probably 600 billion dollars lost to waste fraud and abuse right mm-hmm. i mean i remember i remember seeing i don't know if you remember in 2006 i saw this video of 10 billion in cash coming off a of c17 mm-hmm. and it's just like like sitting in the on the tarmac and people are just like taking money from it like it's like it's their own personal piggy bank yeah and this yeah, is like yeah. supposed taxpayer money right yeah because uh, okay here we go i found the my mad tweet as uh, as with iraq obscene fraud and contracting abuse in afghanistan was uh, made public by a special inspector general report uh, uh, additional horrors uh, were disclosed in the afghanistan paper material julian assange folks okay so uh, oh, yeah. no one in the government can claim to be surprised by the scale of this mess so yeah so th- this was not a surprise this was always planned but th- th- but then again i just want to actually you know like appeal to all these fucking uh, you know shit lip apologies uh, the so-called self-proven left place who are, who had so such a big you know who made such a big issue about trump making inconsequential lie. and he's oh. more most of the lies trump made were inconsequential let's not I think uh, I think there was a very good uh, episode between uh, Scott. Uh, what's that Dilbert comic guy? Uh, Scott, oh yeah, yeah. Scott uh, Adams. Uh, yeah. Scott Adams and Sam yeah. Harris, and another okay. huge uh, shitlib apology, Sam Harris. 
uh, and in, in the, in, this was back in 2016 or whatever where Scott Adams has had a great episode of Samuel where Scott actually made this very uh, you know like it, it was a very important point about how Trump's lies are far, far more inconsequential compared to a lot of what the Democrats are doing and and uh, he got a, a lot of blowback for that but uh, I do urge people to actually uh, we will put it on the footnotes if you well, can that's because that Trump's lies were like the kind of lies that expose the establishment they didn't like yeah. that shit all right that exposes all the money making grifting Nancy yeah. Pelosi's worth over 300 million yeah. apparently right mm. and check this out uh, talking about what all what made this possible uh, I was here in 2002 when the when in 2001 when that thing went down right and I remember this country was fucking chomping at the bit to invade anybody right and mm. bush just ran with it and they were talking about this guy you know this guy who ran away with the with the fucking money right yeah. it and this, this is what Look, this is what he, new york you, you know what he looks like he looks like uh, one of those guys that we can who will funnel money for carbon credits one day <laughs> yeah and i mean this is what the new york times says it was an ignominious turn for the world bank trained technocrat these are like kryptonite words who holds a doctorate from Columbia University and as he often reminded people wrote a book titled fixing failed states so i said say cia asset in the most establishment way possible because that's what he was he's a fucking puppet man and you know what why would 300,000 even the best supposedly the best trained forces were like 1,000 and 2,000 i think vice news did a piece where they had like someone embedded there and they said they said they were like stuck in some airport in southern kandahar or wherever the you know south of the country and taliban showed up and the these guys instead of fighting them they just went and made a deal all right and we'll just throw all our weapons down and you let us go you know because they they would rather fight an imperial force like the united states army and everybody else then fight their own taliban because at the end of the day say whatever you want the taliban are still afghanistanis i mean some of them of yeah. course come from like tajikistan and all these other they were remember the northern alliance guys back in the day i don't know if you yeah. remember the northern alliance guy got wasted 2 days before 911 the mahmud guy i don't know if you remember yeah. that guy yeah But, and uh, uh, i know a lot of leftists like to attack the libertarians for being naive and shit like that but but uh, and and because there's uh, one of the most common misconceptions that left has about libertarians is that uh, you know like they somehow seems to glorify their military industrial complex or whatever and that's not the experience i've always had with libertarians where you know they they ha- they are the most unapologetically type of anti war you know like in fact people like scott horton they have the anti war movement in fact the tea party started the whole anti war movement in the in the most potent of the sort of way and i i, I want to give a um, so this guy dave smith he's a, he's a comedian who's been on joe rogan many times uh, i think he has a podcast called legion of skanks which is uh, <laughs> very very hated for obvious reasons but uh, you know he so he put out this tweet saying i have to admit biden's speech today was actually pretty good the part about uh, aq ap and other threats aside he's uh, he's right to stick to his guns about withdrawing from afghanistan Trump was right to set it in motion and Biden is right to see it through. So so this is actually uh, the, the reason okay so regardless of uh, you know like whether you you know like you, we can have our differences but it, it 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 this is a testament to the fact that most of the people who in the libertarian libertari movement just just don't want fucking wars. Well they're they're yeah, isolationists anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they just hate wars and even Ron Paul, you know what I mean like uh, he has stuck to his guns. You know he in fact uh, had an article uh, that was uh, um uh, 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 he, I think the article was should we blame Joe Biden 
for the withdrawal of uh, uh, Afghanistan and he actually goes on to defend Joe Biden and uh, I agree with that I mean I, I'm kind of glad that these people are you know like they're not hypocrites Unlike well, don't forget now the now the yeah. now the focus is on Afghanistan we can still yeah. be in Syria stealing all their oil stealing all their wheat you know 35 trucks a day fucking coming through Syria back into Iraq with all the fucking stolen goods I mean we're not we're not withdrawing from all our other adventures just this one and this was 20 years in the making right yeah and we are supposed to be keep ourselves distracted with all these stories like uh, you know there's well, this, the um, rescue and all that now yeah and other shit like this woman who fucking wrote a book on chinese noodles and dumplings and and oh, she right, got it yeah. <laughs> yeah so this is the classic finkel thing right so we are supposed to keep ourselves distracted with these type of bullshit stories that and and and, and when you read these stories i mean they're written they they are they trigger the fuck out of you and then after you get triggered you need to take a step back and wonder why the fuck am i being triggered by some uh, this whole fucking bullshit story of a woman who sold a book on dumplings and yeah. some uh, and there's a social justice warrior who tried to destroy her life and then uh, it backfired you know like some woman named uh, Roslyn whatever the fuck uh, and so she tried to cancel this chick who uh, Uh, who actually had a genuine passion for cooking chinese noodles or whatever like that you know she's not chinese she's white but she cooked this stuff and now she she that this these people are there's a mob after her for doing this shit and and when it backfired that woman went and opened a gofundme page the 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 yeah. the, 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 the social justice warrior who tried to uh, you know like cancel this woman because she now needs therapy apparently because because her Aww. whole plan to you know like uh, cancel this <laughs> got back and these are the type of stories that we are supposed to focus on while all this really yeah. big shit is going on yeah i mean this is uh, i mean this is happening all the time we are always fighting about the covington kids or the central park karen or the all yeah. the shit and and these are like all these re- these are the stories that really sort of you know they they, they are put out there to destroy us and split brotherhood split uh, family split friendships you know like get you fired from work all that shit you know but, but uh, when it comes to all these uh, really big stories uh, uh, for example like you know the chattel slavery in libya that uh, hillary and obama were uh, complicit in yeah. bringing yeah so, you know we, we are supposed to ignore all that shit because you know we are supposed to be directing our hate towards some fucking kid in who came to see where who wore a maga hat and saw the washington monument and got some kind of a weird drum ritual from a method uh, you know <laughs> who was uh, yeah who happened to be an indian yeah, yeah so that's not that, crazy uh, but yeah. yeah i mean uh, we 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 here where we are now and uh, you know i just want to see how many more excuses they come up with uh, i just wanted to uh, leave our listeners with uh, real words of wisdom from the one and only julian assange who years ago actually said the best thing about what's currently happening and happened in Afghanistan. I just want to play it for our listeners to uh, sort of really know the real deal about why we were there for all this time. Yeah, Julian Assange, before you play it, just a great Australian, great man, you know what I mean? Like uh, just a free Assange. Fuck, uh, there's, a, there's a mural in, the, in uh, Melbourne yeah, for Julian Assange right in, in Flinders Street that I went to see last year. 
uh, with my daughter during the lockdowns and we took photos and all in front of that mural and uh, yeah it's just uh, fuck I, I think most people don't realize that Julian Assange is probably the greatest journalist of our time so guys fucking get your head out of your asses and you know forget about the 2016 yeah yeah so here we go check this out you know we often deal with tax havens and people hiding assets and transferring money through offshore tax havens so i see some really quite remarkable similarities guantanamo is used for laundering people to an offshore haven which doesn't follow the rule of law similarly iraq and afghanistan and colombia are used to wash money out of the ux u.s tax base and back arms companies arms companies yeah, so, you know, words yeah. of wisdom from just, the one and only Julian Assange. He, he mentioned something very interesting. Guantanamo is used for laundering people to offshore havens. Now, we know that one of the Taliban leaders who's currently taking power the in PR guy. Yeah, he is from Guantanamo. That, that, this kind of, I don't know, I still haven't, the, I mean, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm sure you I'm won't get, have any grudges. Yeah, so... Yeah, so, yeah, anyway, I, I'm still trying to figure out because, the, yeah, you just kind of put two and two in front of me right now, so I'm thinking now, so maybe we'll have some Listen, man, in the coming weeks. Yeah. We, 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 we suffered a blowback on 9-11. Why, right? We armed the Mujahideen, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And that's because um, the Soviets were in uh, Afghanistan from 1979 to 1989. They installed a puppet uh, Soviet government in there. It was a left government, which pissed off uh, the Islamists in Afghanistan as well as the U.S. because they didn't want the Soviets being anywhere near the Middle East because of the oil and all that stuff. So they started uh, funding the uh, Mujahideen back then through Pakistan. They gave the money to Pakistan to train these guys, right? And those guys made the call to brothers across the Islam Islamic world to come and join the fight. And mm-hmm. bored motherfuckers in Saudi Arabia with nothing else to do decided to take a fucking trip there and they started shooting down like you know hundreds of uh, helicopters a year and eventually the soviets got out now when they got out the u.s said okay work's done peace out and they left all the stinger missiles there they left all the shit there and they left the country in chaos because now you had this other government fighting the taliban that went on for like from 19 i think that the war and the war sort of there was a peace accord in 92 and of course, it didn't really last that long. And the Taliban sort of took over in 96. And, and that's it. I mean, you have, a, you have a recipe for disaster. So the point I'm getting to is that that happened then. Imagine what this is, this is going to cause in Afghanistan and all the shit we did in Iraq. It always has a way of catching up with us. And I don't know if you see this part, but it leads to perpetual war. Someone will attack this place. And then what will happen is they'll forget about all this shit. All the causes, like... Our own creations, our own monsters attacking us. Fuck that. Another 20-year war. And forget about... I was just looking at this um, tweet by Shahid Buttar. And he was talking about this house in California that was burned to the ground. Right? It sold for one million. A burned shell of a house is selling for one million. These are the fucking problems you have out here. Where people can't buy homes. No one has any food. There's lines outside my house. A thousand people waiting for like basic provisions because no one has jobs but hey you know what let's have a war for like 20 more years man you know and uh, i think unless people really wake the fuck up 
and realize what's happening. And, you know, uh, it's it's hard because, again, the, the vaccine thing has come in as to be a real, conf- you know, like, as you've seen, we started the show off talking about Australia, where you either conform and now you really conform. Now, it wasn't just like, just, you know, just in your mind. Now you literally physically have to conform. And if you don't, you don't have a job, you don't have a house, you can't be on the street. And it's uh, against the law to be homeless in California. You've seen those guys with AKs running around the beach, getting rid of people. So I, I just feel like, you know, guys, wake the fuck up. See what's really happening around you. Question everything you freaking read or hear, whether it's from us or anybody else. Always fact check, fact check. And don't go to Snopes. That's been debunked already. Check out the new Jimmy Dore video. The Snopes guy was a complete fraud. Uh, I would just, you know, do your own research and, uh, you know, just base it on facts. I know facts seem to now move like goalposts as well. But um, I, I, that would be my takeaway from this whole Afghanistan mess. Snoop is Snoop's just a website where you go to buy Rolo Tomasi credits for the, you know, Democrats. It's just all exactly. about it is. Yeah, just so... Yeah, so fuck Snopes. Yeah. Anyway, weren't we supposed to be watching Big Lebowski this week? Uh, before yeah, we, we will. Had we will. This episode? I can't believe I haven't uh, seen that movie. Yeah. So yeah, maybe next week we'll have some uh, feedback, or maybe if we get around to watching it together, you know, because yeah, well, I've seen it, but you haven't. But you know, I, I've got, I'm on a mission to make force you to watch it that I really love, but you <laughs> you haven't seen. No, it's so good. Far, I, I don't so. mind. I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I've got some time so. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up, I guess. Yeah, I guess yeah, guys. Just peace out, and you know, keep your watch your back, keep your, keep your, you know, like eyes open. Try and sort of take a step back from everything and think beyond the narratives. It it, it helps, you know. So yeah, so I mean, I hope you guys all have a wonderful sort of rest of the week, and we'll sort of join. We'll try and join you next week. Yeah. All right. Take care. Peace out.